episode 69 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm still that Yo. And I'm Janelle Chick-fil-A. And uh, welcome to a very special Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure themed show. We'll leave it at that. What? Oh, really? Come on. Bill and Ted? Yeah. Do you know who Bill and Ted are? Time travelers? Yeah. I was trying not to be explicit here. I don't get it. They said that's their favorite number. Oh, I got it. Yeah, okay. Got it! Alright, we're keeping it PG. Bill and Ted's is PG, although some of the things they got away with then probably would have bumped it up to PG-13 now. Is my guess. Yeah, I think we're fine. Uh, They are also largely responsible for me getting a job. As Crush the Turtle. That's right. Because I just grew up saying dude after um, having watched that and grown up in California. So. There you go. Shut up, Ted. You should do that again so we could get free Disneyland main gate pass. Yeah, it's kind of far now. We used to live like right down the road from it. Why'd we move so far away from we Disneyland? We literally used to live three exits away from Disneyland. It's too expensive down there. Well, um, why did you call yourself Chick-fil-A, Janelle? Well, um, tonight we had a Chick-fil-A fundraiser uh-huh. for our school. Uh-huh. And um, they're having a class competition. Uh-huh. The winner of the um, competition, like the kids from the most you know, that represent yeah. the class. We win a Chick-fil-A party complete with chicken nuggets and lemonade. And I also found some Chick-fil-A in my bra before we started the show. <laughs> this is not surprising. Now, you didn't actually eat it out of there, which sometimes... I was about to. I, I know you were I thinking was about close, it. close, because Chick-fil-A is so good. Is it, though? I think it's just fine. <laughs> They have a good sauce. I'll give you that. Their Polynesian sauce is excellent. But it's the sauce that's good. Like, the chicken is just just a little chicken lumps. I guess it's not really that good. But there's just something about it. I mean, and we talked about this tonight. Every time you eat Chick-fil-A, what's the first thing you think of when you're done eating Chick-fil-A? I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm still hungry. It's just, it's and not they don't have refills. They don't have well, refills. Well, they do refills, but you have to bring it up. To go up to the front counter. Uh, They're always really nice, though. But like, they do have a playland. Service. They do. So we wind up going there way more than we would. And also, um, they used to only be in malls. And so I have like this fond memory of going to the mall and picking Chick-fil-A for my food court item. Sounds about right. <laughs> That's probably the same way that Audrey is like fond of Subway yeah. and always goes and gets that at food courts. Yeah. And then Luke picks, let's see, sometimes he does McDonald's. Oh, sometimes Audrey picks Sabaro if they have Sabaro. <laughs> That's true. Luke picks McDonald's or Burger King. Some kind of burger. Some kind of a burger joint. thing usually at, at the food court. I always go for whatever Asian inspired food we're looking at. I'm a rando. Yeah, you never know what Janelle's going to pick. It's always up in the air. If there's a Greek thing, though, you can pretty much bet you're going to pick a Greek thing. Well, or a Charlie's Sandwiches. They make those, like, hot Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. 
food court. And then I was going to get Quiznos when we were flying back from Florida. And I waited in a long line and I got up and I ordered a sandwich and she's all, oh, just to know um, our toaster is broken. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of what I wanted wanted to eat You might as well just close it down then. (laughs) That's like going to McDonald's and they say, oh, just to know the deep fryer is broken. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's the point, man? um... Then I said, hey, Phil, get me some Panda X. I'll sit with the kids. And I did. And you did. Scene. <laughs> um, one additional food story from this week is that um, Audrey, uh, that was last week I realized, but Audrey loves mustard, like, a lot. Oh, so Like, much. drinks mustard. She so... likes mustard like I like ketchup. Like, we go to In-N-Out Burger and she just gets... The patty she just and wants, mustard. Yeah, like a hamburger with just meat no and special mustard. sauce, no ketchup. She's like Uncle Josh in that way. I mean, not. I don't think he likes mustard necessarily, but that she has like very simple tastes right. where she wants like one flavor, right? And that's it. Um, and so I was like, for whatever reason, it struck me. I'm like, Audrey would probably like pastrami because that's always that's like a mustard sandwich. So we went and got pastrami, and she loved it. Oh, it was but so she just gross. poured so much mustard on it. Did you have the leftovers today? I did. It was good. <laughs> you guys like too much mustard on your pastrami. It's too much mustard. <laughs> too much mustard. Well, look at this. It's too much. Oh, what are we referring to? Oh. Does anybody know? Well... If you don't know, write in and we'll tell you. If you do know, write in and we'll acknowledge that you knew. <laughs> MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. All right. Well, with that, it's time to get to the news. And now the news. Um, so please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or TuneIn, or wherever you listen to our podcasts. The reason why is the reviews help us climb the charts, and then more people get to listen to us. I really want to come in above the Mandarin lessons that we still, for some reason, appear under when you, when search, you search for Mandarin. Mandarin. It's yeah. not fair. Help us do that. It should we'll be like the most Googleable thing. We'll have a big old party when we when we beat Mandarin, Mandarin lessons. I will celebrate. Celebrate big time when you search Mandarin. Right, right. I that's that's what I'm saying. If you put in Mandarin, spell it the way we have it, like five or six Mandarin lesson podcast thing pop up before ours, and that Come should on. be we should be it. That should be one mm-hmm. search result. Unless someone, like, typed it wrong. We did it wrong on purpose. Yeah. So help us with that. Um, please email us or fill out our contact form at mandarinornshowgmail.com or um, the contact form, which you just click on the contact form. We are on Instagram. Um, Phil's been tinkering with the Instagram story. I've dabbled. He, he dabbled today. There's one, but it'll be gone by the time this episode airs. Which is why the whole thing just ugh, drives me crazy. <laughs> so make sure that you check out to see if he's he's dabbling or I'm, not. I will continue to dabble. Um, 
And do we still do we still grow by a bunch of followers? Yeah, we got several more, so that's cool. And they're not unfollowing. I mean, I don't know. The, we, our number overall has gone up, so that's, that's exciting. Good. Maybe you guys that are liking us. And then we've got Twitter at Mandarian Orange. Drop the show. Drop um, the show. Well, there's no show on that one. That's our only uh, handle that doesn't include the show. Okay. Um. Go ahead and, like, tweet at us. Totally be like our, tweet at be us. Be our first tweeter. Um, and then we also have a Facebook page and Facebook group. And thankfully, in spite of the weirdness that Instagram loses your stuff, Janelle did post these stories from... I did. Walt Disney World on there, so you guys the can The audio is always off on them, but... It is? Yeah. Only on Facebook, though. The the file's fine. Hmm. But well, anyway, for some you can reason, get an idea. like, Facebook, the audio, like, doesn't ever stop. Like, so if you have pictures <laughs> and oh, between so it audio, like it just keeps going. But the file's fine. That's it's weird. It's something weird with Facebook. All right. Well, it'll give you an idea of it anyway. Yeah. You could just kind of be like... Oh, this is like dubbed over this. No one told me this, this when we agreed to this over. whole Instagram thing. My phone is still reeling with the implication. <laughs> oh, of the- Phil has been complaining about his update to his phone. It's for the, the worst. Last two Nothing weeks. works right anymore. He is such a cranky pot about it. It's like, get over it. It's 2017. I hate it though. Why can't they just leave it alone? They're making it better. No, they're not. They're just changing it so whoever works in the updates department has a job still. Hey, it's a digital world, and I am a digital girl. <laughs> um, also, coming up in a few weeks. Actually, we're at like T-20 days and counting. 30-day movie pass challenge. Woo-hoo! Don't forget, follow on Instagram. We're going to be posting on Instagram as well as Facebook. So um, make sure you Movie follow Pass on there. has acknowledged the challenge. Yes, through both Facebook and Instagram. They've responded. and uh, They're very excited. Sounds like they're excited. So And they will be sharing or whatever the stuff that we put up. So follow us on those things and you can hear all about it. I will be watching 30 different movies in 30 days throughout the month of November. Some people do that whole writing a novel in a month thing, the NaNoWriMo. Have you seen that? Where you ha- everyone writes a whole entire novel in a month. Some people do No Shave November, where they don't shave for a whole month. I'm going to be watching 30 days and so 30 movies in 30 days. So people say what they're thankful for every day? Yeah. Some people do that. I'm going to write, watch 30 movies in 30 days and talk about it. Awesome. So... Alright, so we had a couple um, things we did this week. One thing in particular was that Audrey had her first advanced singing performance at the school picnic. It was super cute. Well, it was funny because they had bounce houses, and I took Luke on the bounce house while you, like, got Audrey to her teacher so she knew she was there. And then you brought Audrey over to the bounce house. And these, like, three junior high girls who are much older came running over to Audrey and said, Audrey, we need to practice. 
And so Audrey had to run <laughs> off and practice with her friends. She's the only third grader in her yeah. advanced singing. There's, I think there's one, like one fourth grader, and the rest are like in junior high. Junior hires. I mean, they're huge, and Audrey's this little girl, but she auditioned and got in. Made so. it. They sounded really good. They were really good. They sang Fireflies, which is the song that Audrey picked. Yes, because they each picked a song they wanted to sing, and Audrey said she loves Owl City. And now they're working on this week. They've got a because they just did the one song for the picnic, but they're doing like six or seven songs for this fundraiser thing this week. And one of the songs they're doing is "Firework" by Katy Perry. So they did "Fireflies" and "Firework." Nice. And did she practice today again? Yeah. So they had three days in a row because this is her regular day today. Oh, her regular day. Perfect. So that's going to be pretty great. And tomorrow we'll see another one of her performances um i will be um putting it on my vacation pants maybe i'll do a mandarin orange show one am i allowed to do stories on it Uh, maybe not maybe phil will oh no no i'm saying i don't think you can put other kids on there oh you could like walk them out with emojis you don't know how to do that oh gosh (laughs) uh um that's that's Okay. Why don't you put sunglasses on them while they sing, too? Okay. Make them look like a clown or something. Done. It's so irritating. But, you know, I guess that's what we're at now. That's what, what, what the world has come to. Gotta right. update my phone. I'll show you how to use the emojis. Oh, all right. Um. So we are going to um, go into... Vacation pants. Put on your vacation pants. Okay, well, so we just have a little addendum uh, from last week's story that we, we forgot to add, to talk about, and it was just so funny. We had to mention it real quick. So we talked about coming home with copious amounts of candy from the uh, Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Halloween thing. Right. I mean, I don't know how many pounds it was, but we had... We had, like, eight bags. We filled eight bags. And we didn't need it. I mean, we weren't planning on getting that much, but they just kept giving it to us. And then it filled up, and they were like, oh, here, have another bag. getting the double scoops for his birthday. And then as the night was nearing the ending, it was like, here, let me... (laughs) So, anyway, we had saved room in all of our bags, so all of our bags were full of these candy bags. Like, to including the your medical bag. <laughs> so at the airport, we forgot to talk about this. When we went to security, all of our bags got flagged. So they go down one way or they go sideways and go down the other way. I go through security with the kids. Did you have to be scanned? Yeah, I did the scan thing. That's they only usually let, how it Yeah, works. one parent gets to go with the kids and they always pick you. Um, so I went through with the kids and I go and grab the stuff and start like moving it and there's like no bags coming out and I'm like, oh, I see them on the other (laughs) side of the security. And so they start, they bring them over to the little counter where they go through stuff that got flagged and they pull out all these bags of candy and they start going through them with like their gloves and the guy's like, what is all this candy from? Like, what is this? And we told him about the Halloween party and stuff. And, like, and the guy's like, hope you have a good dental... Dental plan. Dental plan, because your kids are going to get cavities. <laughs> and they had to go through, like, every piece of candy and paw all over it with their gloves, you know. 
but they didn't like take any of it. And apparently they just thought candy. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that would set it off. This is almost going to be its own segment. Because remember when we came back from Vermont, the cheese and maple syrup got flat. So it's us bringing our food home uh, on vacations. We didn't bring anything home from Europe. I mean, we did have a few things, but we didn't get flagged. The iPad kept getting flagged. The iPad was what kept getting flagged there. Um... But anyway, the best part of it, though, this is the grand finale. So they they put together, the put the bags back together. But as I'm looking down the road, there's like five or six other stations, you know. And every single one of the rows is another set of parents, mostly moms. All of them with their own bags of candy from Walt Disney World. And we had all come in on the bus at the same time. Right. And we're all getting on the same flight. And they all got flagged for all the candy. So simultaneously, like... Well, not only our flight, but they're going to all these different parts of the world. Right, but all of us have this, <laughs> because all this candy. Because we're all at the Halloween party. So, they, I don't know. I don't know why that set it all off, but... They also thought that you had a sausage or something? What was the a thing? A water bottle. Oh, a water bottle. And I'm well, like... I, I kept telling them, like... I'm sorry. I am not an amateur. Like yeah, we're I not don't left a water bottle. And in then there. they're like, "Oh, that wasn't your bag. <laughs> that was somebody else's." So. Anyway, that was it. Just had to talk about that because it was funny. And then the other my vacation pants item that I am going to get posted tomorrow morning is Phil wrote a guest post about Tivoli. That's right in Denmark. So go check that out, myvacationpants.com. It'll be the first post, and it is quite good. And I'm excited because there's not a lot about it. As you were writing it, it was not the easiest to find information no. about. Yeah, I was trying to like just corroborate some of the information we, we had, and there's not a lot out there, especially not in English. But even with like translating stuff, it's hard and to find. most people call it... Tivoli Gardens. Right. It's not Tivoli Gardens. It's Tivoli, and it's just Tivoli. Our friend from Denmark, Jacob, says, and he told us. It's just Tivoli. It's just Tivoli. Well, and the funny part is, though, that because people have so gotten that ingrained, like, the Tivoli itself has actually bought TivoliGardens.dk. Right. And they call, they have it so that when people are Googling it, they can find it, but... What it really is is the guard. It's the guard, the youth guard, which is like a. I get the feeling it's kind of like a Boy Scouts thing. They go, right. they do the parades, and they march around and stuff like that. And they're the Tivoli Garden, the guard G A T G A R T E N. They're the Tivoli Guard, the youth guard. And not that they don't have beautiful um, gardens. Gardens, but that's just not what it means. But it's just not the it's name. It's not any different than like Disneyland's shrubbery and flowers, right? So, what Jacob, our friend from Denmark, was saying is that it's like saying the Tivoli, uh, what did he say, Tivoli Parade or something like that. Right. I forget how he translated it, but it just doesn't make sense. Right. It's not what they're saying, but, uh, you know, that's they, they just kind of caved because they want people to be able to find their website. Well, we're hoping to kind of expand it. It's one of the, Copenhagen is one of the cheapest places to fly into Europe. Yeah. Um, and you guys need to go. Yeah. Take your families. You know where we took our family this weekend? To the movies! Movie time! 
So we did a kind of a fun little arrangement this weekend. My parents finally got on the movie pass train. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, well, they tried to get on it a while ago, but they finally got their cards. Uh, let's let's be fair. Um, so anyway, on Saturday we went with them. And I went with my parents and my sisters to see one movie, and you took the kids to see a movie. And then on Tuesday, we switched, and I took the kids to see a movie, and you took yourself to go see the movie that I already saw. So between all of that arrangement, we saw two movies this weekend. We did. We saw First, we saw My Little Pony, the movie. That's the one we saw with the kids, obviously. Yes, I took them on Saturday. You went last night. What did you think? Well, you have to say what you thought first, because you're the way more critical cartoon viewer. It was fine. I uh-huh. thought the songs were catchy. See, I had a different perspective. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. The songs were not memorable to me and probably were the weakest part of the movie. Which is not because I don't like songs, because if we're going to talk My Little Pony movie, the, the Equestria <laughs> Girls movie, I actually really like the songs. Like, they're super catchy. Well, it's about bands, I know, but too. they did it. A lot of times when movies are about bands, the music is really lame, and it bothers me. But although it was a cartoon about ponies who travel magically into a land where they're people ponies, and they have a battle of the bands with a magical, like, <laughs> evil people ponies, the music was actually super catchy. Whereas in this one, the music felt just kind of tacked on. None of the songs, like, am I humming, like, the day after. I don't remember the lyrics. Well, there album. was another My Little Pony transformation. We'll, we'll leave off on Oh, no spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not going to say what. But, of course, they would have to do another My Little Pony well, transformation. Well, otherwise, how can they sell more toys? they got to have some other figure <laughs> so for true. them to have. I'm serious. It's so true. Because now Audrey wants all the figures that are in the shape of that. Yeah, and I'm sure if we went to Target... Oh, they do. We've seen them already. She's already put them all on her list. So, spoiler alert. Yeah, Don't go down the My Little Pony aisle if you don't. It's in the trailer, too. It was fun, though. I mean, you know, it's fun going with that kind of stuff with the kids. I think the other part is that I find a lot of the My Little Ponies super annoying. See, I think they're super funny, because you're talking about Pinkie Pie, who's, like, super hyper... I think her character is really funny. I like Pinkie Pie. What, Rainbow Dash? She was, like, super fast all the time? Mm, she doesn't annoy me. So who annoys you? The vain one. Who's that? Fluttershy? No, she's the quiet one. I think the vain one is Rarity, I want to say. Rarity. She's super annoying. Yeah, but she's supposed to be. That's her character. And then, like, Twilight Sparkle. She's, like... Just sometimes, like, really mean. Well, that's... She's learning. It's a learning process. It's like... <sighs> come on, Twilight. Get it together. How many movies are you going to have to learn to be a better pony? This is the first in-the-theater movie... Or Equestria Girl. ...where they don't <laughs> become humans. Or Equestria Girl. Better Equestria Girl or Better <laughs> Pony. <laughs> uh. <laughs> See, the difference between you and me is that I, in my free time, actively watch cartoons on purpose by myself. Mm-hmm. When was the last I'm time... I'm aware Bob's Burgers. Yes. I, I, that's one of... That's the main one. But yes, I like animation. When was the last time you watched a cartoon without a child there? 
on purpose. And without me, because I always make you watch cartoons, too. Um... <laughs> this is my point. Like, maybe a Disney, Donald Duck Presents. We used to my go... My sister just sent me one on YouTube. I haven't watched it yet. You're never going to, She it's did the one about, like, goofy dieting. So I might check that one out. That's classic. I know, I like classic. And he, like, looks Disney. down and he can't see his feet because his belly's in the yeah. way. Because my sister is starting her, like, high-protein diet, yeah. so she went shopping and found this video. So, I I will watch that. Anyway, I'm just saying you have a little bit of a bias against the medium, that's all. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it was fine. It was fine. Well, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not, like, the my favorite movie of the year, but it was good. Well done, My Little Pony-ish people's... So then we traded places and saw the mountain between us. We did. What did you think of that one? I thought it was so good. No, I don't want to spoil anything because it is sort of a suspenseful type of thing. But the premise, as you can see in any trailer, is... Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name now. Kate Winslet. Gosh, all I could think Titanic. of was... Titanic. Pay me like one of your French girls. <laughs> Which is when I saw the movie with my family. My, yeah, as soon as the like lights came up afterwards, Melissa, my sister's all, paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. <laughs> it's like, oh, gross. Kate Winslet, thank you, um, is like a photographer, and she's trying to get home on a stormy day. And she bumps into Idris Elba, who's a surgeon at the airport, and they wind up, uh, because they can't get our flight, they wind up going on a little like private charter plane, charter plane. plane, and things don't go well, and they wind up being stranded in the middle of the winter in the mountains, and things go from there. It was really good. Like it was, it was very suspenseful. It felt like very realistic for a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. I had a few issues that I would pick apart with on the survival aspect, but you know, it's Hollywood. It is. It's it was perfectly enjoyable. And close enough as far as that goes. Right. Um, there is a part. I won't again. I won't spoil anything. But they're they're in the mountains above the tree line at ten thousand feet. Right, which is ten thousand feet in the snow in winter in January. And anyway, about halfway through the movie, there's a scene where they're so cold you can see their breath. And I realized, like, oh, why haven't we seen seen their breath, like, the whole entire rest of the movie? Like, there's definitely some inconsistencies like that. But if you're going to nitpick like that, of course, you can always find something. Um, but yeah, overall, it was really good. Um, I thought it was a great story of survival, and it was beautifully done. And I really liked how they didn't spell out their backstory for you. Yeah, no, it was very... It was very well done. What good, good writing. Well, and their performances, I mean, it kind of all hangs they on just, them. Yeah, they meshed well. They were, they were perfect, because it, it could have been... It, they're the two... I mean, the whole movie revolves around two people, mostly. Right. And that could have gone real bad if one of them wasn't great. Right. And they were both great, so... Now, here's the part that's going to make you upset, is that it does not have a very high rating on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, of course it doesn't. People are such jerks. Look, 43% Ugh. on Rotten Tomatoes, and if you go to top critics, it's even worse. Oh, no, it's better, actually, 46 But still, 
What's wrong with people? Why don't they like it? Why don't they enjoy being entertained? People are too pretentious. I don't. I, it just makes Remember me. Remember, we go to the movies to like escape, have fun, just like go outside our own lives. Like I we know. don't have to. Well, um, My Little Pony didn't fare. In fact, fared much worse. I think they're at like twenty something percent. I don't even know why you look at that site. I don't know. I'm fascinated by it. Oh, no, it's 55%, so it's actually better. But still, I mean, just come on. And the reviews for, like, a cartoon movie like My Little Pony are, like, kind of insane to me. Like, you don't review My Little Pony, the movie, the same way that you review It right. or the new Jack Ryan movie or something. Like, you have to have different standards that you go into it with. Right. And when people are like, oh, you know, this is just so childish. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, duh. It's a kid's movie. Like, that's what do you expect it to be? Put yourself in the shoes of an eight-year-old. Yeah. Or even a parent of an eight-year-old. Because, honestly, there's a lot more boring things you could have to drag your kid to. Right. Like, the Emoji movie. Yeah. that That's a movie that deserved its bad reviews. <laughs> Ugh. I like T.J. Miller, too, but it, just, it wasn't his fault. It was just, it's it was bad. just bad. All right, well, we have watched some good things, and we haven't done this in a while, so let's do Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. So the fall seasons are back. We've been enjoying the Hulu opening up and having new show, new show, or I'm sorry, new episode, new episode. Yeah, but we're already so far behind. You keep dozing off and everything. I'm back to school, Janelle, so you know I go to bed at a very early hour. I know. I just found a piece of your chicken that fell out of your bra. <laughs> you should have eaten it. Gross. Um, Phil said last night I fell asleep at the end of Superstore, and Phil said he can always tell because he's going, ha! And then, like, I stopped laughing. Well, especially when there's a joke that I know you would, like, belly laugh at, and then you're quiet, and I'm like, Janelle, you sleep in your eyes. Yes! Leave me alone! <laughs> and then I know. Oh, do I? Uh-huh. Do I say that? Just like that. What of? So, let's see. A few shows that we have watched that are back. Um, Superstore, like you mentioned. I've watched the first two episodes. You've watched one. But that show is, like... It's, it's really grown stellar. into like great. I feel like it's, it reminds me a lot of the trajectory that Parks and Rec took. Yeah, where that first season was fun, but it didn't wasn't until like the second season that it really started getting good, and then third season when it was just like stellar, and that's what this show has done. Right. Like it, it it started out fine, entertaining. We wanted to give it a shot, and it was just it's through the off. roof. It's great. Definitely recommended. And speaking of recommended, we're two episodes into the new season of Last Man on Earth. Oh, I did stay awake for that. Yes, you did. And like always, I don't want to spoil anything, but this show continually is astounding with how good it is. Like, I just can't believe they can... How many seasons are we in? And every episode feels like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that in this episode. Well, and I end up, like, since there's been so many shocking moments and shocking surprises, I, like, cover my eyes. Because even a lead character, like... Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. They could die at any moment. 
it's kind of a spoiler, but I guess if you've been following along at all. I mean, we're at, like, season four or five. All right. So, come on. Get with the program, people. Yeah. Watch Last Man on Earth. So good. So funny. And also so touching and all those things. We're also all caught up on this season of The Good Place. Oh, yeah. I didn't even put that on the list, but... Yo, basic. What are you thinking of this second season? Um... I'm interested to see how they go with it. It's hard because that first season was such a perfect, like, beginning to end story arc. Right. That, I mean, I'm glad they're still going because I like the characters and I like the place, but it's not, it's kind of like the second and third Hunger Games. Like, that first story is such a perfect self-contained story. You want to hear more about it, but you're never going to be able to have that same feel as you got from the first time. They could bring it back. They, I'm not saying it's they not They could have something good. up their sleeve. They could. They could be, like, setting up something they really could. big. It's been enjoyable, but it doesn't have the same, like, wow factor that the first one had yet. Yeah. First season, I mean. You also fell asleep during the pilot for Ghosted. It started really funny. It's really, really good. It's, um, Adam Scott and, um... Shoot, what's Daryl from The Office? What's his name? Craig. Craig Robinson, Robinson. thank you. Um, And they are awesome. It's so funny. It's kind of like a TV show of like a Men in Black sort of thing. Mixed with maybe like a little bit of X-Files, but like all funny. And it's so good. I'll have to rewatch it from the beginning. You need to, because it's really funny. And there's already a second episode out, and I haven't watched it yet. I'll catch up. I'll catch up this weekend. There's a ton of shows that have come back that we haven't watched any of yet, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Goldbergs. Was that last season? That was all last season. We haven't watched any of this season. Uh, The Goldbergs, um, Fresh Off the Boat. I haven't watched any of those yet. Saturday Night Live is back. Um, I'm not caught up on the Goldbergs. But I have, like, when Bob's Burgers ended last season, I started watching it again from the beginning of, like, season one. You don't have time to repeat things. Um, it's Bob's Burgers. It's the best. I'm talking about, like, last May or whatever. And I'm actually almost, like, caught up to current season. So I haven't watched the new episode yet. Because I have, like, ten episodes of, like, re-watching it back to catch up to it. From, like, a while ago. So, but there's one episode. And I really want you to watch this episode with me at some point. I've made you watch a couple... You're always kind of a stinker about it, but there's this one episode called Hawk and Chick, and I think it was in, like, the sixth season, maybe, and I watched it, you know, recently. Um, I think when I put this on, it was probably, like, two weeks ago or something, but it's, uh, it's, like, seriously, like, the sweetest episode of TV, and Bob's Burgers has kind of a really good balance of, like, uh, like silly and funny, but also, like, really touching and emotional, but... I have watched this particular episode like two or three times, maybe four even, and I cry every time, like big crocodile tears. And the reason is because it's the whole thing about the father and the daughter, and then like they're fans of this TV show that starred a father and daughter, and they wind up like coming in contact with them, and they're estranged, and the whole plot is them trying to get them back together, and then realizing that the two of them are someday, like, are they going to grow apart, and like talking about their relationship, and... Like, if you are a dad, especially with a daughter, like, it, you will you will cry. 
it's it's inevitable. It's a beautiful episode. If you want to like an entry point and you're like skeptical about like I don't know, is just a dumb cartoon or you think it's like The Simpsons or Family Guy or something like you got to watch this episode and it will change your mind. All right. It's beautiful. Also super funny. Try it out. But man, seriously, if you can watch that episode and not cry and you have kids, then you got to check yourself. Well, I've had a similar experience. Um, I started watching... Oh gosh, I already know where this is going. <laughs> the Bachelor Australia. That's not an American Bachelor filmed in Australia. No, no, no. This is The Bachelor, the Australian version. Do they call it The Bachelor Australia? No, it's just called The Bachelor. <laughs> it's the one from Australia. Okay. And... Um, the obviously, same the Bachelor is all showing. It it is, but it's it's kind of like when we visited Europe. Like, there's just like differences that are like, oh, like I like this. Want to give them a tumbleweed instead of a well, rose? Well, it's kind of funny because obviously their budget is way way lower. Well, it's down under. <laughs> but it's shot in Australia, so I mean the dates they're like snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef and swimming with dolphins and, like, seeing all this beautiful Australian scenery. But the thing I love is I can relate to the girls so much. For example, there was this group date where they were um, shooting different, like, dates for Women's Day magazine Australia, and there was a first kiss photo shoot scene. So it's The Bachelor and this girl, Leah. And um, they just, like, almost kissed but didn't. And, like, the girl went in to kiss him, and he pulled away. And then they cut to an interview with one of the girls, <laughs> girls who watched, and she goes, she pashed and he dashed in, like, a perfect Australian accent and she said I would have been totally destroyed and it was just like how I talk except with an Australian or she fashioned he dashed and they say things like putrid and they say (laughs) (laughs) and they say um that's terrible (laughs) it's just Good. Because they have Australian accents? I I just like their personalities, too. You should watch this episode of Bob's Burgers, <laughs> where the guy from, um, what's his name? He was Murray on Flight of the Concords, who's from New Zealand. Yeah. I can't think of what his actor's name is, but anyway. And he, he is a character on it, and he just says all these New Zealandy things. Like, oh, what do you call that here? Oh, like, I can't do it, because I can't do yeah. an accent, but... If you think those accents are funny, you should hear that one, because, man. Well, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. They they don't call them one-on-one dates. They're single dates. <laughs> I mean, wow. I just, I, I can't believe I haven't been watching it with you. It's, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Well, you woke up, like, Saturday morning, and I was watching it, like, on my phone, and you're like, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> This is just as annoying as the American version. <laughs> but I'm like, they have accents. That doesn't make it okay. Well, there is one American girl. 
She's not well liked. I like her, but well, Australian women don't—they don't care for her. So, yeah. Well, we uh, haven't done this in a while, and I really want to because I miss having Luke's cute quote on it. So we're going to talk about video games real quick. Video games. What have you been playing lately, wife? Candy Crush Saga. I'm up into the 600s. Are you still really playing that for real? Yeah. Wow. Go ahead and shoot me a life on Candy Crush Saga. Man, oh man. Well, um, we've been we've had a lot of gaming going on with the kids here, and I'm just gonna do a quick rundown because first of all, and we haven't talked about video games in a long time, but we've been doing a lot of Switch gaming. Uh, Nintendo Switch is great, and let me tell you, we've played. Um, a lot of Breath of the Wild, of course. Luke was actually just playing some again today, Zelda. Um, we also got Blaster Master Zero, which I think we've talked some about, but Luke and I are like in the final levels now because it's two players. Is that based on the Toy Story game? Blaster Master? Yeah. No, it's based on Blaster Master, the 80s Nintendo game. Oh. Like, you're talking about Midway Challenge or whatever? <laughs> No, the, the, the blasters, Buzz Lightyear. Astro Blasters? Oh, okay. That's. I, I thought you bought that game. Not Buzz Lightyear, the Toy Story one we have. Oh, Toy yeah. Story, okay. That's why it's confused. Anyway, it's this is like, it's sort of a remake slash sequel done in the style of like an old NES game, and it's really fun. Uh, we got Cave Story Plus, and. I played through Cave Story before, but Luke had not, and he's been playing through that. Um, I beat 100% Pycross 3D Round 2 on my 3DS. Congratulations. Except that we're missing a couple Amiibos, so I have a couple puzzles I can't unlock until I get them. Oh, is that why you make me check the Amiibo station relentlessly? We need those Kirby Amiibos so that I can get those last couple of puzzles. I don't know why you don't have Kirby. I just... I've called out Kirby many a time, and now all of a sudden you want Kirby? Well, I didn't know he was going to have a puzzle in a game that I had. <sighs> why do you have to wait till they go rare? I don't know. should have just gotten it then. Um, also, uh, we got the kids... This is a while ago. This is see months worth of gaming, but we got the Mario uh, vs. Rabbids Battle Kingdom... Which I actually only played just a little bit. And then the kids kind of took over that one. But that's like a really fun, weird, goofy one. We got that one when we were in the hotel room, remember? No. And the kids <laughs> got the little, like, shooter, like, the little rubber rabid thing that you could, like, squeeze oh, the balls and shoot at. That. So I we played with that for that. a while. Came for free with the game. And then also, finally, we got Puyo Puyo Tetris. Which you've got to play with me because it's super fun. It's like a mix of Puyo Puyo and Tetris together. And it's really fun, and it's great. I do love Tetris. Yeah. Puyo Puyo is kind of like... Puyo uh, are my wheelhouse. It's somewhere in the, like, bust-a-move range. It's a little different, but, you know, that, that kind of thing. And you mix them together. All it's right. really great. And uh, on the 3DS, I've been playing Metroid Samus Returns. All right. <laughs> well, it's great. It's a remake of... The Metroid 2, the old Game Boy game, which I just happened to have played through fairly recently. And um, it's really cool because it's. You recognize some of the levels and some of the concepts, but it's basically a complete new game built around it and it's hugely improved. It's really, really fun. 
You know my favorite Metroid memory? What? Yes. See, I knew you'd have a video game story. So, the year you proposed to me... Okay. I bought you a GameCube. Yeah, yeah. And one of the first games I bought you was Metroid Prime. Yes. And I remember, like, many a night, it's probably, like, at my apartment... I would fall asleep to you playing Metroid Prime. Uh-huh. It's just a happy memory of you playing Metroid, and I was like, I could just live my life with him. I'm happy. I'm playing video games later than the night. I'll go well, to sleep. And this hasn't changed any. <laughs> but I was like, I bought him that, and that Aww. makes me happy. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say one of our greatest video game accomplishments is when we beat Super Mario Brothers 3 together over a period of, like, days. <laughs> we didn't turn it off. Right. We played on the original NES, and you just there's no saving, so we just left it on in my room for, like, I don't know, how long did it take? It's a week or something. We'd alternate playing three levels, and we finally beat the whole thing. That was a good one. And we beat, like, every level. We didn't skip past any. Playing Mario Sunshine till the sun actually came out yes. is a good memory. And then... Animal Crossing, um, forget Animal Crossing and how I lived in a cave for yes. a month. And then um, the other most special um, video game memory with you it left my mind. Oh, it's actually not a Nintendo game. What? Katamari? Uh-uh. Eco. Eco! Or Ico. Never did know how to pronounce that. That game was so good. Yeah, not the dolphin. I-C-O. As in the same people that did Shadow of the Colossus. It was so creepy, too. Yeah. You would always make me fight the monster things. The demons. Yeah. Um, another one is that we played a ton of Super Monkey Ball. Oh, yeah. Super Monkey Ball is great. Mario Kart. Did a lot of Mario Kart. Of many Mario Kart. Of multiple versions. Player, we used to have Mario Kart parties. Mario Kart Double Dash, but also Mario Kart 64, we did a lot of. And also, another one that you and I played a lot is Donkey Konga. Donkey. And I just remember Matthew, because uh, you would have to, like, clap into the thing, and Matt figured out you could just go, uh, like, at the perfect tone. <laughs> and so... I'd be asleep, and we had our little one-bedroom apartment. I'd be asleep, and just hear you and Matt. You would no, be I was in bed with you. Matt was doing it by himself. <laughs> Matt's by himself going. And you're like, what's going on out uh, there? Uh. I had to go out and be like, dude, it's like four in the morning. Can you play something besides Donkey Konga, please? <laughs> so a lot of people in their mid-20s, you know party drink and go clubbing we were having like everybody over for mario kart parties or mario party parties or mario party parties yeah we play a lot of mario party so see so you do have a lot of video game history with me i do but now you're just stuck playing i'm a career woman (laughs) what's that game called candy crush it was like your favorite part of the emoji movie was that whole scene (laughs) it was pretty amazing because I knew what they meant. I know. And I didn't know the other apps. Except Facebook and Instagram. Well, thank you for talking about video games with me. I really wanted to have Luke's voice in there. and uh, It's kind of a long list, so I'm glad you got through it. 
I did. I didn't need to go on forever. The final thing I am going to mention, though, is that, and I haven't talked about this in a while, but we do still have our Clicker Heroes Clan, and I have a couple spaces open now. Kicked a couple people out. So if you want to join Clicker Heroes Clan, go to clickerheroes.com, and it, when you get to the point where you can add a clan, our show, our, our clan is called the Mandarian Orange Show. Three words. No, not the, just Mandarian Orange Show. Three words, Mandarian Orange Show. Nice. And with that video game talk, I think we're going to close it up. Thank you guys for listening at home. Thanks for joining us. How do you know their home, Phil? Well, home is where the earbuds are. <laughs> I listen to my podcast in my back storage room. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to us at home or at work or wherever you may find. Or your commute. During your commute. During, I don't know what else. On an airplane. In your bath. A nice long bath. And I would not podcast. recommend bathing with your. Well, you could have it phone. on speakers. <laughs> you could have it on speakers in the bathroom. You don't have to like hold your phone in the tub. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. I You're mean, so smart. Yeah, I mean, not that I've ever done that, but you know, one could. Um, Show at gmail.com If you guys want to write us and uh, say hello, we'd love to hear from you. And I would like to plug myvacationpants.com. Check out the new post. Tivoli. Definitely. Put on your Denmark vacation pants. Send us another movie quote game suggestion, and uh, we'll do another movie quote game next time. That'd be good. Just make sure you put Don't Look Janelle in the <laughs> subject Or line. just movie quote game or whatever. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You never look anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's going to do it. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, thanks for co-hosting with me on this wonderful night, my wife. As always. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.